It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! Are they built for speed or for comfort? You'll get nothing and like it. Good morning, West Georgia, and welcome in to the Morning 5 Podcast. Today is indeed Taco Tuesday, and if it keeps raining outside, it is going to be a flash flood Tuesday. Man, we have gotten some insane rain over the past, what, just about 12 hours. Yeah, it's been pretty heavy, Um, and it looks like uh, with the new hurricane coming in, Probably later tonight into tomorrow, it's going to be even worse. What a, when you say later tonight, do you mean like after eight PM? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. I'm I'm however, wrestling. I'm however. wrestling with. Oh, however, I don't like the however part. <laughs> uh, I was watching our our buddy Ryan Hall. Oh, right, dude. I love Ryan. He dude. How many times does Ryan Hall nail the weather? Like 48 to 72 hours before it happens, but the local weather guys are absolutely clueless. Yeah. Uh, almost every time. So, Ryan Hall says that this hurricane should hit Florida probably today at some point today, right? Which means that it, the hurricane's really not going to hit impact us until probably Wednesday. Good. I don't have practice on Wednesday. It can, it can impact us on Wednesday. That's why I said the however. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. There is supposed to be some storms that are coming through uh, this afternoon starting around 4. Oh, no. All right, I'll have to find an indoor facility. Do you know how you know how stressful it's uh, it, you know how stressful it is trying to get kids ready to play football. We're a week and a half away from playing a game and we have had maybe four full padded outdoor practices. Yeah. And half these kids don't even know what football like Oh boy, this will be, this will be interesting. Uh, this will be very, very interesting. All right, well, be be weather aware out there, folks. Be weather aware. I saw pictures of two eighty five. Do not drive through an overflowing river if it is on the road. I've I've seen like four or five videos on Facebook of people drive. Do not do that. If if the, if a river or a creek is overflowing on the road, find an alternate route. Don't go through it. Like go around. Use use your brains, around. folks. Use your brain. Like I saw a stat one time that was like. To move an entire semi-truck, a parked semi-truck, all you needed was, like, six inches of flowing water or something like that. Like, it's... Come on, guys. Use your brains. Use your brains. Uh, Billy, today is National Lemon Juice Day. Uh, You know, I I like lemon juice on some food. Like, you know, on on some fish. Good call. I don't don't like eating, like, just sitting there drinking lemon juice. Uh, No, I don't think anybody does unless they're a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, the the we used to give lemon, we used to give cut up lemons to our kids when they were babies, and make fun of their faces. Possibly that's why they're so messed up now that they're growing up. Um, you know, that might be our fault. I like to put lemon juice in in my tea sometimes, depending on what hot tea I drink. Um, most people most people know I'm kind of a big hot tea fan when winter hits around. Lemon juice right. on on fish though, I'm with you on that one. Absolutely clutch a little lemon juice on like oysters when you're eating that. Uh, you know, I usually do a little lemon juice in my margaritas when I'm making those. Mostly lime juice, but I do like to put a little hint of lemon. 
in there. So yeah, I, I'm with you. A little, a little uh, lemon juice on spinach as well is pretty good. Just to just to add a little citrusy kick into your uh, into your yeah, spinach. You, yeah, uh, you don't you don't like spinach, do you? No, not a, not a big greens guy. No, so I like beans. I like green beans. I like peas. But like when it comes to lettuce and spinach, like the like, it's almost like paper, you know. Yeah, that's just not a fan of salads, is what you're saying. No, I'm not. Hmm. And and it shows. I mean, I get it. (laughs) I mean, understand. One. I'm a big fan of salads, but my my downfall is everything that goes on top of the salad. It's not very healthy once I get done making my salad. It's probably less healthy than a hamburger. <laughs> uh, today is also National Chop Suey Day. So, I haven't had chop suey in years. Um, I'm not saying it's not good. It's just not something I'm. I enjoy a lot. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's not something that I eat a ton. It is, uh, in my opinion, the um, a really good song. Yes, you know, yes I, think, I think I think Chop Suey is a great song. It might be System of a Down's best song. I don't know. The System of a Down has a lot of good songs. Chop Suey may be System of a Down's best song, though. I don't. I haven't had Chop Suey since I stopped working downtown. I had Chop Suey at that um, one of those places down there. I forget what it's called. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I like Chop Suey. It just doesn't arise much where I have a chance to eat it. I don't, I don't really go to a lot of Asian restaurants. Surprise, surprise. There's not a ton of Asian restaurants out in Villarica, Georgia. No, <laughs> we don't. I think we have, I think we have one or two. I think that's it. <laughs> uh, Billy last night, late into the night, Braves destroy the Rockies 14 to four behind what was one of Ronald Acuna juniors, possibly greatest games that he's ever played offensive statistically wise. He went absolutely nuts last night. And I think the reason why this happened is because just yesterday, Ronald Acuna Jr. is no longer the favorite to win the NL MVP. Mookie Betts has moved a fr- in, uh, ahead of Ronald Acuna Jr. to win the NL MVP. I think Acuna got that message last night and he said, all right, all right, y'all, watch this. Watch what I'm about to do. Acuna put up five RBIs, two stolen bases, four runs, and added in a home run as well had just an insanely my mean, those are video game stats dude that's like mlb road to the show stats so if he's got two stolen bases last night because i missed this because I, I went to bed early last night um two stolen bases that puts him at 61 yes correct yes correct so do you realize that no one in the history of baseball has ever had a 30 60 i was not aware of that no yeah, that's crazy. One home run away from that. From a thirty, or maybe, 60. It's, I, maybe it's thirty seventy. That he's no still, one he's still gonna hit that. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's got a month to do it. So he's on um, pace right now. If he keeps up his stolen base pace, I think he's on pace for like seventy five or seventy six after last night. Yeah, it's it's just unreal what he's doing, and. If he doesn't win the MVP, he it's a stupid award then. He because dear Lord, man. So he is he's been the Braves. And and I'm I'm looking at our good friend Kevin McAlpin. Once again, guys, if you're not following Kevin Kevin McAlpin and you're a Braves fan, what the hell are you doing? Like he has he yep. has the best stuff on Twitter. He's or X or whatever the hell we're calling it now. Uh, Kevin McAlpin's awesome. 
Uh, Ronald Acuna stole his 61st, 60th and 61st base. Uh, 60th and 61st stolen bases last night. That's a tongue twister. Acuna is the first player in MLB history with more than 28 homers and 55 steals in a single season. Yeah. So unreal. There you go. His 29th home run last night carried 438 feet. (laughs) 438 feet, folks. I'm lucky if my drive goes that far on a Sunday morning. Yeah. 438 feet. Uh, a lot of offensive firepower last night. Riley added in three RBIs and a home run as well. Pilar with two RBIs. Ozuna, Murphy, and Arcia all, all added in a single RBI apiece as well. Bryce Elder, six innings pitched, four earned runs, and four Ks. Okay, so here's the thing about that. All right. Four earned at Coors, I'll take Bingo. 99% of the time. Yep. 1,000% agree. Four earned runs is like giving up one everywhere else at <laughs> course field. For so sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I am perfectly fine with that line. I don't care if it's four. Man, that's that's fine. Let's go. Yeah, I'm four, happy in, with four in Colorado is any, I, any, honestly, anything, if you can hold the opposing team between six and eight runs, in my opinion, in Colorado, with the offense we have, we should win the game. Like, that's just, yeah. that's how the ball, that's how the ball flies out there. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, it did last night. Are we going to consider the six innings and four earned runs a good game out of Bryce Elder Billy? Yes. All right. For well, me, he's he's strung together three in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's hope he continues this, man. You know, one of the things I, I think I kind of get aggravated, and it's it's an ESPN thing, and I think everybody knows how us two feel about ESPN. Is they they give a game score for every starting pitcher, and I don't think it I don't think it takes into consideration the location where the game was played because like the, the game score last night is a sim- pitched and earned runs. Give yeah. It up. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't take into consideration. Like, I don't know a lot of stuff. It's, it's almost as dumb as a stat as wins loss. In my opinion, it's, it's right there. What's I can't, I would be interested to see what the game score is on baseball reference as opposed to uh, ESPN. Because they have one. Yeah, and I think theirs is a little bit. No, not baseball savings. Do not go there. But I don't think I don't think they update that until probably later this morning. Yeah, I don't think they have it updated this early. Um, and they do not. No, not. Uh, oh wait, maybe they do. Scrolling down, trying to find Atlanta Braves pitching. Good lord, I love I love baseball reference so much. Uh, their game score is also 43. That's garbage. Yeah, that's that's yeah. very surprising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Bryce Helder, good outing last night. Uh, Braves have now won 11 of their last 12 games against the Rockies, including all five this year, outscoring the Rockies 54 to 16 over those five contests. Atlanta is back to 40 games over 500. They're 85 and 45 on the season. Just having an amazing year this year from the Atlanta Braves. The Braves yesterday reinstated Ozzie Albies from the injured list, recalling uh, right-handed pitcher Darius Vines as well to Atlanta. They optioned uh, Jared Schuster and Von Grissom down to AAA to make those roster moves. So Ozzie and somebody named Darius Vines, I don't know who that is, but both of them have been called up to the major league, uh, major league team as of yesterday. Darius Vines had a two ERA in in Triple A Gwinnett and was looking really solid. So he's going to be a bullpen piece. Sweet. Uh, 
looking forward to seeing what he can do um, for us. When yeah. do those when do those rosters expand? Do you remember? Uh, September one, I believe. September oh Friday. Friday. Okay. All right. So that's coming up. That'll be interesting to see what moves we make. Uh, and Ronald Acuna Jr. had a couple of fans come on the field and want to take some selfies with him last night after the after the game was over. <laughs> that was uh, that was very very random, man. They, both of the fans came on and. You can tell they were they were a drunk and b didn't have any ill will or ill intent towards Ronnie. They were just trying to take <laughs> selfies, and it was Ronald was smiling, and everybody else in the Braves was smiling. So very, very odd situation. But like when you, when you think about, it, especially as a manager, like you instantly got to get scared. I would think like you well, see you see drunk sure. fans running on the field, and you have no idea what their intent is. For sure, with this day and age, and yeah, you yeah. you worry about. It. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the Braves will take on the Rockies once again tonight. Uh, first pitch is at 840, and your starting pitchers will be Charlie Morton and Peter Lambert. Or Lambert. Not sure how to pronounce it. Okay. Might be Lambert. I wonder if that's Adam's brother. Uh, Probably. We- <laughs> Billy, week two of the high school football season wrapped up this past weekend and we have our high school football power rankings so we go one through nine and rank all nine teams around our area in our high school football power rankings uh so at number one for me and number two have not changed from last week i have Carrollton at number one and central at number two Carrollton taking care of south paulding they head up to rome this week and then central taking care of bowden last week and who, do you remember who central has off the top of your head this weekend Captain. Who? Hampton. 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 Try to get revenge last year. Uh, Central lost down in Hampton last year. Bremen coming off a very close victory over Harrelson County, 10-7. I have them at number three. I got Temple moving up. I got Temple moving up. Uh, They're at number four now. They're at number four in my power rankings after back-to-back games with 300-plus rushing yards. What did they have, like 380-something against uh, Christian Heritage? Jeez, dude, that is... That is nuts. That is absolutely insane. I got them at number four. I got Villarica at number five. Uh, I, I, I see the potential in that team. They obviously didn't put it together against Hebron Christian. We'll see what happens down at Northgate this week. Um, there, there's a lot of potential in that offense, and the defense played really well. Uh, the offense just has to stay on the field a little bit longer. They have to stay on schedule. They have to stay on schedule. At number six, I have the Bowden Red Devils. 0-2 on the season. The offenses look disjointed. Uh, the first two games of the season, defenses looked okay. The offenses just looked unimaginative and a little disjointed. Yeah, they have a big game coming up this weekend, obviously, with the Bowden-Bremen uh, uh, rivalry, and we get to see sort of where both of those schools are. I think that's going to be a very big telltale game for both of them. At number seven, I have Heard County. They were off last week. We'll see what they have uh, this week coming off an early bye week. Number eight, I have Harrelson County. Harrelson County 0-2 on the season, but have played – uh, Bremen and Rabin, very, very hard. They've played very good games, I feel like. Uh, defense stood up tall against a good, a very good Bremen team. Uh, and the offense put some points up against Rabin last week. So I have them at number eight. And number nine, Mount Zion, 1-0 on the season. Big win against uh, Greenville on the road. Uh, and we'll see what they have uh, coming up this year. But that is my that is my top nine. Uh, that is my uh, top nine high school football power rankings in this area. All right, I've got Carrollton Central Bremen one two three. Um, I, those just have kind of separated themselves a little bit. Um, I've got Bowden at four. Um, even at zero and two, they've played some really tough. I mean, they played a top five opponent in Manchester and 
Central's not going to be a slouch this this year, guys. They may be a top 10 opponent by the end, end of the year. Um, we'll see how that works out. Uh, Temple at 5. Um, Heard County at 6. Then I've got Villarica, Mount Zion, and Harrelson County at 7, 8, and 9. And that's mine. Yeah, I don't. I just, I, I'm a little scared with that Bowden offense, man. I don't know. Something, something's not clicking. Something's not clicking. Of course, I think I think Bowden's offense and Villarica's offense are very comparable at this point in time, um, just with how it's ran, just with how how they are clicking together. It's just not, not, not coming together yet. But nobody, nobody's in region play yet, so it doesn't, yep. it doesn't really matter. Like it's all preseason right now. Uh, Billy, let's get to the five biggest questions facing the Falcons this year. We're done with preseason. Falcons' last preseason game was one to forget, but none of the starters played. It was all second, third, fourth string guys looking to make the cut today. The, the cut line is today at 4 o'clock, I think, or 4.30. Um, so we'll we'll see who uh, who gets cut and who stays on for the Falcons. So i got the five biggest questions faking, facing the Falcons in the regular season this year. The number one biggest question, in my opinion, is Desmond Ritter the dude? That's oh, that's going to be a really really interesting point to see. Probably, and, and the bad thing is, is you're not going to be able to see is the dude after one game. Um, you know, we saw we saw the potential as you like to use with with Villarica, um in the final four games of last season. Yep. But I want to see what he does now as as the number one guy. Let's see what he can do. I mean, you're going to have to give him more than four games. Let's see. Let's show what he can do, and um, with when he is the guy, I think it's a possibility that he might be the dude. Now he may, he may not be like Aaron Rodgers type dude, but you know he could still be the dude in Atlanta, if that makes sense. Right, right. There's a difference in level and quarterback, so. And, um, and, I, I, I sincerely hope he is the dude, though. And I think you're going to know after week four. Uh, week one, you got the Panthers. So you have a rivalry game starting off the first week. Week two, you have the Packers, who honestly, I think the Packers are going to be a lot better than people think. They, they look pretty good this year. And then you're at Detroit week three. Detroit's going to be good right now, the favorites to win the NFC North. And then you play Jacksonville. You have Jacksonville at home or not at home. I think that game's in like London or something. Um, but you play you play Jacksonville, who is the favorites right now to win their division. So you got uh, the first three weeks of the game, you got two teams in there that are favored to win their division. So I think you're going to know very quickly if Ritter is the dude within the first four weeks. Probably, I hope he is the dude. I think he is. I think he has the capability of being the dude. Um, but like you said, we'll just have to see. We'll, we'll just have to. It's a it's a wait and see uh, pro, uh, thing for for the Atlanta Falcons. At number two, is the offensive line good enough to allow the weapons on offense to cook? The Atlanta Falcons have a lot of offense, uh, a lot of offensive weapons. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, um, Cordero Patterson, Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier. They have a lot of good pieces on offense. But is that offensive line, is it going to be good enough to hold up there in the bargain to let those offensive weapons cook in the games? Look, we were a top five rushing team last season. Top five. In the, in the NFL, um, if we can come anywhere close to that, yes, I think we can give the time, give them time to cook. Um, we just have to continue to be consistent, and that's that's going to be the biggest thing. Yeah, we talked about the depth. We talked about the depth that the offensive line needs, um, 
and hopefully we we won't need to test that depth but for right now i think if if we are talking starters yes i think the offensive line will have give them time to cook uh, pass protection is one thing in the offensive line I want to see get a little bit better this year from the Falcons offensive line. For sure. Uh, number the good th- thing is a little bit mobile. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. More more mobile than Mariota, I would say. Uh, you know, or, he, I mean, uh, or Matt, excuse me. Oh, yeah. 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 He's much more mobile than Matt Ryan. <laughs> uh, number three, have they added enough defensively for it not to be a li- liability? That was one of the big things also last year that they couldn't get to the quarterback. The Falcons could not get to the quarterback, could not get sacks. They couldn't pressure the opposing quarterback. They have to be better this year. You have to be better at pressuring the opposing quarterback. Have they done enough in the offseason with the additions to get to the quarterback more consistently? That's going to be a massive question that I'm not even sure we're going to be able to tell on week one. Let's not forget week one, we're facing Carolina, and Carolina had a terrible offensive line, and there's a reason they, were, they had the first overall pick. So let's think. Let's remind ourselves that. So if we come out and they just have a monster game, let's remember who we're playing. That being said, you know I, I would love to see any kind of good news. Any kind of good news is good news for me. So um, yeah, I, I think moving to the three four, having that that veteran stability that has been brought in from not only the Saints, from like we had two players brought over from the Saints. Um, with our new defensive coordinator, who is from the Saints as well, um, and man, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I, I can't wait to watch. And we're what less than fourteen days now. Oh yeah, well it starts next Thursday, so that's that's a uh, Falcons game is on Sunday, so fourteen less than fourteen, thirteen to twelve days, I think somewhere around there it should be twelve. Yeah, fourteen, thirteen, twelve. Yeah, twelve days away from the Falcons kicking off today. Uh, number four, can Kyle Pitts give a full, healthy year to the Falcons? We've seen what Pitts is, uh, you know, capable of doing. The kid is insanely talented. He's, he's going to be an amazing. I don't even want to put him in a, in a tight end category. He's more of a slot type of uh, Travis Kelsey Gronk type player. Uh, can he stay healthy enough? Can he stay healthy an entire season so we can see what type of productivity we can get out of Kyle Pitts? Uh, I mean, yes, that's that's what. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that question is perfect. Yeah, and what you just said is absolutely perfect. There's nothing I can add to it. Honestly, yeah. it's that is that is probably one of the biggest questions on offense for me. Is can Kyle Pitts stay healthy? He was a unicorn. You know, everyone drafted him because he was, a, or the Falcons drafted him because he was a unicorn. Okay, well, show me. Let's yeah. let's stay healthy. Let's let's be let's be who you were supposed to be drafted. Let's go. He's played 27 games in his NFL career, and he has three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, at some point, potential has to meet on-field production, and I feel like for Kyle Pitts, it needs to be this year. You were drafted number four overall. Like, I mean, you got to show us. Yeah, you got to show us. Uh, Number five, is Arthur Smith the right guy to run this team? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. All right. I'm not questioning that. 14 and 20 overall, man. That's not a very good record. I am I'm aware of that. But this is also going to be let's let's give him this year, okay? If at the end of this year and we still have a 
substan like if we've somehow gone like it's seven games or six games difference 14 and 20 yeah so if we somehow have a worse um losing record than we do now then we can question that but right now this will be the first season that we've actually given arthur smith people this was the first year we weren't in cap hell in his tenure so let's let's i fully agree think that he's he's fine all right those are in my opinion the five biggest questions facing the atlanta falcons this season uh, there was nothing on the Marine South scoreboard last night because nothing really happened. Nope. Um, although I did, you know, there was supposed to be a Harrelson County game against Cedartown. Yeah, that got that moved. Up. And uh, that got rained out. Uh, Smith's four coverings games and events calendar for tonight. Uh, Bremen versus LFO at home. Carrollton versus Pebblebrook. Central versus Cedartown. Harrelson County versus Gordon Central. Heard County versus Temple, which Hometown Sports Media will be at. Let's go. God willing, the Creek <laughs> rise. Yeah, seriously. And then Villarica versus Creekside, and that's yours. Uh, that's for softball. On volleyball, Carrollton versus Northside and Troop, and then Heard County at Pike County with Pike County and Peach County. So that'll, that's your Smith's Four Coverings games and events calendar. But uh, I will be at Heard County versus Temple tonight in Franklin. Uh, for hometown sports media, if if that game doesn't get rained out, I am hoping it doesn't because I am really excited to hear you call that game. That is going to be a phenomenal uh, softball game. Temple is a big dark horse in in, in softball right now here on the west side. Her County, we all know what Her County is. Back to back to back state champions. I'm telling you, this Temple Tiger team is going to jump up and surprise people. I've heard multiple reports. Uh, from a lot of people who have been in attendance for these Temple Tiger softball games, that they might be a wagon this year. I I, I wouldn't. I, I've heard from people that have been at a bunch of these games, they wouldn't be surprised if Temple softball won their region. I talked with their head coach uh, before the Mount Zion game, and he goes, "You know, it's a big difference in the program. He, it's his first year taking over the program. He goes, last year they had ten kids come out." the program that's hard that's hard to have a softball team with and, kids man and he goes i've got 21 on this team now that's awesome like, <laughs> I've, I've heard the whole vibe and buy-in and everything out there for temple softball is a complete 180 from last year yeah so that's that's got to be a huge thing for temple and and you know they beat number one team in the state last week in Bowden. so that's right. That's right hey we got the best softball in the uh, entire state out here on the west side best softball Bill, you need another cup of coffee, man? Let's do it. Let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Woosby Real Estate Group. Cardinals to keep Kyler Murray on the pup list, and they cut Colt McCoy. Why the hell are you cutting Colt McCoy? He was the <laughs> most popular quarterback on that on that roster, and you're going to cut Colt McCoy? What the hell are you doing? They are clearly, clearly tanking. Right, Billy? Well, like, clearly. You? You're naming Josh Dobbs as your starter? Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know, man. I, I, I think... I, I think the Arizona Cardinals franchise is moving into tank mode. I think they're going to either trade or cut Kyler Murray after this season. They're cutting Colt McCoy. Joshua Dobbs is going to be their quarterback. I, I think Arizona is in clear tank mode right now. I don't think they have any intentions in winning this season. 
Do the Falcons play them? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think the Falcons play the... Uh, oh, hold on, let me look. I have their schedule pulled up. Uh, they do. <laughs> they play them Sunday, November 12th in Arizona. Oh. <laughs> so you might, I'm be, sure, might be facing Joshua Dobbs. I'm sure the midget will be back by then. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when the new COD release comes out. He might be busy. Might be busy playing <laughs> playing Call of Duty. <laughs> Uh, Michigan's Jim Harbaugh back student athlete revenue sharing. This comes just oh days after he announced his dad was going to be part of the coaching staff while he was suspended this year. Good. There we go. <laughs> uh, he had a nearly six-minute rant on his opening statement on Monday about uh, advocating for revenue sharing with student athletes. He said, we all Bye. should be about diversity, equity, and inclusion I'm calling for a system that is fair, equitable, and benefits all involved. Don't exclude the student-athletes from the profits. My opinion, you can't say you're about diversity, equity, and inclusion if you aren't willing to include the student-athletes in revenue sharing. Oh, I'm sorry. I wonder, I wonder if he had a bet, like in Super Troopers, to see how many times he could say diversity, equity, and inclusion in one press conference in a six-minute span. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh god what was it what was it what was it what? it was uh right meow uh will ferrell no will ferrell as uh george bush gotta have more strategy <laughs> oh what a clown absolute clown up there uh amid storm florida alters travel plans for opener versus utah yeah, enjoy that. I don't. A mid storm. What storm? Hurricane. The, the, the come on. It's a category it's two. Be, it's going to be a category three and maybe a four by the time it hits Florida. That's an, See, af that's an afternoon if, thunderstorm. If you watch Ryan Hall, you'd understand. I watched him and he said it might be a category four, might be a category five. You know, it, it, what ifs? What ifs in in, in rain and forecasting and stuff, do, man? Ah, what if? It, it's not it's not gonna be anything serious it's florida come on guys what are we doing what are we doing we're shaking Stop. kids hands after we hit them as a pitcher and now we're being scared of a category two hurricane what's going on what's so going on you go you go from saying ryan hall is one of the best out there to saying oh he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about well he doesn't i mean all, to be fair all forecasters don't know what the hell they're talking about ryan hall is the most accurate guesser from any of the <laughs> any of the forecasters that I watch, but I mean, still, it's, the bad thing is he's not even a meteorologist. That's crazy. He's got a bunch of meteorologists on his staff, doesn't he? Doesn't he have like four or five? Yes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, what are we doing in Florida? We're scared of a Category Two hurricane. Come on, we're better than this. We're better. What, what, what would we do? We're better than this. Uh, Coach Andy Enfield said that Bronny James is doing well and that USC will be patient with his return. Uh, we'll see. I'll see if he plays basketball again. Yeah, I'm not that's there. sort of where I'm. I'm right right now. At right now, Infield said, uh, "I think everybody is hopeful that Bronny will return to the court. We just have to be patient and take it step by step." Um, ooh, baby, uh, I want to get with you, girl. Step get, by step, ooh, baby. Uh, so <laughs> he said, "He said our goal is to support Bronny in any way we can, academically, athletically, and be patient." with how things develop in his return. I hope he returns. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big LeBron James fan. Everybody listens to this podcast knows that. 
Uh, so I'm a big Bronny fan. I'd love to see him play basketball, even if it is with USC. I want to see him. I want to see him return. I want to see what that young man is capable of in college football. Thoughts and prayers are with him. I think I hope he's back into the court. I hope he's back on the court uh, this yeah. year for USC and, and playing basketball. Uh, Billy, in today, in 2012, the USADA has stripped Lance Armstrong of his seven Tour de France titles. Yeah. If that wasn't huge news at that point, I mean, good Lord. Yeah. Anybody who wasn't around, probably too young to remember this Lance Armstrong, like, he was everywhere. I mean, everywhere. He was the biggest athlete in America at the time. The Livestrong bracelets and the shirts and i mean he was in 2012 he was the biggest athlete in american sports yep or you know before that when he was one of the seven tour de france's came back from the cancer dominated the sport i mean he was he was the guy he was you know homelander essentially if anybody watches the boys uh and the fall from grace was was swift and quick and he lost everything man i don't even know what lance armstrong's doing now is he still alive yeah, what's he doing? Giving motiv- I think we would, motivational. I think speech? we would if he hadn't if he had died. Maybe what's he doing? Giving giving motivational speeches. I don't even know what he's doing these days. Uh, I don't know. He's fifty one. Let's see what he's doing. Let's see what uh, Wikipedia has. Uh, I don't guess he's doing anything. They don't really have, they don't really have anything about him. <laughs> so yeah, he pretty much uh, he pretty much lost everything. It was big fall from grace. Bill, you got anything else to add today, man? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Tuesday. Let's hopefully I can be able to call some softball tonight. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. Let's hope the rain holds off and that you get to call some softball. I get to have a full padded practice out on a football field tonight. Get these kids ready to play. We're a week and a half away from our opening game. I'm nervous. I can't sleep. I don't know if that's normal for a 7-8 head coach, but uh, that's sort of where we're at. So have a have a lovely Tuesday, do not drive through a creek that is overflowing onto a road. Find an alternate route, and we will see you all tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them!